0: Hello to you all and welcome to our Darlingtown podcast. A monthly podcast where you can grab a coffee and join us to discuss what we love about our town at Darlington. We aim to highlight hidden gems within the area, whether they are businesses, walks, landmarks, things to do with the kids or visitor attractions. My name is Henry Carver and I'm joined here once again for our fourth podcast with our co-host,
1: well our co-host, my co-host and brother Jim Good morning. Good morning. We're here again. How are you doing? All good, thank you very much. Absolutely, a hectic morning. Valentine's Day today. Yeah. Um no cards or flowers on my doorstep, but my shame, uh, my eldest son got a card yesterday which was very exciting with a homemade chocolate in. <laughs> Um, I'm dropping my my three-year-old daughter off at preschool. She got a card and chocolates as well. So my um, <laughs> youngest hasn't had any yet. What about you? Have you had <laughs> lots of flowers on your doorstep? Oh, yeah, far too many. From I couldn't get your... in through the door actually this morning after from, I came from back. From all of your from, uh... Insta followers.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, so yeah, let's get
1: into it. How has the last uh, few weeks been for you? Done much? Uh, yeah, I've been, been busy. Yeah. Um, Last weekend, there was the uh, Chinese New Year celebrations in town. You were working, weren't you? So you didn't get out and about. But um, I managed to go to a Chinese dance class. Amazing. Which was not meant for adults. It was from, I think, like five to ten-year-olds. However, my daughter was being a little bit shy. She's not normally shy at all. Um, So out of a room full of parents sitting, watching, drinking coffee, I was the only parent uh, dancing with umbrellas and fans. And I absolutely loved it. It was so much fun. So yeah, Chinese dance classes, I would recommend. And
0: no one got any pictures of you doing that because that would have been brilliant.
1: Well, Alex, the town centre manager, did poke a nose in and have a good giggle at my expense. (laughs) There was photographers around, but I haven't seen any shots of me um, well, I will around. be
0: messaging alex asap to see if we can get some uh, evidence
1: yeah i'm not a natural dancer so <laughs> i'm hoping there is no evidence
0: <laughs> Brilliant.
1: um what else have we done went to um uh, hotel for uh, my wife's work sort of do which was which was really nice we Lovely. A, a private room in the library uh, not the library the study yeah uh, which was really good nice food uh, a few glasses of wine so that was that was good fun um and that's that's sort of it in town over the last, the last week. What about yourself?
0: Yeah, well, um, I've been a bit poorly. So, uh, yes, world's smallest violin is being played, as you can probably tell by my You're, voice. Yeah,
1: you sound a little bit little bit croaky. Yeah, a little, little bit nasally, but hey-ho, let's... Uh, well, I'll tell you what else has just come out. Um, Darlington 10K entries have opened. Yay! So if you don't know, I really like running everybody. <laughs> uh, so I've managed to get a place in the Darlington 10K. So uh, entries are still open. So if anyone fancies a challenge for later in the year... Yeah. um get it in your get it in the diary yeah what you, time are you going for um oh, I don't know probably under forty minutes would be good amazing so we'll yeah, see, yeah we'll i'll see. I'll
0: try and do it under an hour yeah you're
1: gonna enter yeah
0: maybe maybe yeah, add in a few burpees on the way and a few squats then yeah. maybe oh, um enough. I don't enjoy running I'm not built for it but yeah. yeah maybe give it a go um but yeah really good event
1: though isn't it uh, the Chinese New Year? No, no, 10K. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagining dragons. Uh, the 10K is brilliant. I've only done it once before. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of a loop. Where does it start? It starts It starts on, on Houndgate. Houndgate. Mm. And then you go along. Um, Let's Stan- do it in
0: terms of pubs. Goes past one bar. Past, ah, yeah, yeah. Past uh, <laughs> 22s. 22s and yeah. um, Dr. Inks. Then
1: Stanhope Road. Yeah. Uh, then Woodland Road. Yeah. Past the Shell Garage. And Carmel Road. Then yeah. down Connorsky Road. And there's actually a good hill actually from the roundabout going yeah, up. Yeah, it's surprisingly below, hilly, isn't it? It is. And you do that loop twice yeah. and then finish in the...
0: Yeah, you finish on high row. On high Road, which yeah. is really good. Absolutely. So, you come along Skinnergate, uh, yeah. background and... Uh, see, there's proof. I have done the 10K
1: before. And it's, honestly, the support as well when I did it probably about four years ago was Absolutely. incredible. There's loads of people out watching. Yeah. So The
0: market square is completely full. Yeah. Um, there's there's various different suppliers there as well, isn't there? Yes, it gets.
1: Um, Get signed up. Get signed up. Fair enough. Right. Okay. Here's Anything, my pledge. I'll yeah. get signed up. Anything else happening in Darlington coming up?
0: Uh, well, there is. We're going to touch on that in a minute. What yep. I want to do first is um, is touch on the quiz question we did last uh, last month. Hopefully, everyone got it right. Uh, that was regarding the average selling price for properties in Darlington last year. Um, I put the uh, the answer on the um, on the last last podcast, so I'm not going to go into that now. But the new question. Here we go. Excluding new builds in the Darlington postcodes, which are DL1, 2, and 3, how many properties have hit the market in 2024 this year so far? I told you the answer. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to answer it. Uh, okay. Is it A, 228, B, 298, or C, 317? So there you go. There's your question for this week. Um the answer, I'll have to remember to reveal it at the very end of the podcast. So if I don't, if I don't, can you remind me, please? Thank you. <laughs> Marvellous. You're writing it down. I am. Um, so what's happening in Darlington over the course of the next um, well week or so? Um, restaurant week. I'm very much looking forward to this. I enjoy it every, uh, every time it's on. It's on every, well, twice a year. Um, And, uh, yes, I've got a little bit of uh, a spiel to say now about it. Excellent. Um, All, obviously, off the top of my head. Uh, Darlington Restaurant Week, set to grace the town from Monday the 19th to Sunday the 25th of February. This biannual event promises a delectable exploration of Darlington's diverse food scene, inviting you to savour a medley of flavours that will tantalise your taste buds. The participating venues, which include...
1: This is my part. House of Flavour, Uno Memento, Tomahawk Steakhouse, Baydale Beck, Angel's Cut, Thai Terminal 1, Oven, Bambuda, The Three Tons at Sadburge, Hideaway, Maxine's at Banantine Hotel, Sauté, Hashtag Posh Street Food, Al Forno, Saltfish, Holgarth Hotel, Vesuvio, Pico, Dinsdale Golf Club, Tapas, Akbar the Great, Trey Amici, the Pennyweight, and the Mauden. all offering enticing menus at discounted prices.
0: Just off the top of your head. Amazing. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. So from the street food haven of House of Flavour to the classic Italian charm of Uno Memento and the sizzling steaks at Tomahawk Steakhouse, there's a delightful array of options to choose from. Immerse yourself in the culinary wonders of Darlington, where traditional pub fare, exquisite charcuterie boards, authentic Thai delicacies and mouth-watering stone-baked pizzas await. Darlington Restaurant Week is not just an event, it's a celebration of community, culture and the joy that comes from sharing a meal with loved ones. So mark your calendars, book your tables via their websites or social media and get ready to experience a week filled with
1: delectable delights and memorable moments. I needed all of that just off the top of your head. Completely, amazing, <laughs> absolutely amazing. There's some brilliant places involved in that, isn't there? Uh, absolutely right. Um,
0: I, uh, I've already said to my boys that I'm taking them out next week because
1: yeah, they' eldest... You're leaving Ashley at home.
0: <laughs> no, she can come as well, obviously. <laughs> but uh, no, they're, they're both uh, due to go up in their swimming lessons, so it's a bit of a treat. We're taking them out, so. and it's,
1: it's lunch times as well, isn't it? Uh,
0: yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So all all the offers that <clears throat> excuse me, all the offers um, are on the websites.
1: Excellent. Um, yeah, there's quite a few of those places that I know pretty well, but there's a couple on there that I've been wanting to try for a long time. Absolutely. So I think, yeah, next week is going to be, yeah, pig out week probably. Pig out? Pig out, absolutely.
0: Let's do it. Introducing our delightful guest for today's episode, Veronica, the passionate mind behind the pasta shop Darlington. Many of you may already be familiar with her from the cosy confines of her shop where she not only crafts fresh pasta, but also extends an open invitation for curious minds to delve into the art of pasta making at the happy place next door. Veronica's journey from pursuing pasta as a hobby to transforming it into her profession is a tale of dedication and love for the culinary arts. Since opening her shop in September 2018, She has been weaving together the flavours of Italy right here in the heart of Darlington with a belief that good food profoundly influences our our well-being. Veronica not only cooks but also shares her expertise through engaging and fun pasta-making classes. Join us as we unravel the story behind the pasta shop Darlington where authentic Italian flavours meet Veronica's infectious enthusiasm for food and connections. Boom. Wow,
2: that that was pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All off the top of my head. Amazing.
1: Where's that from? Did you write that intro this morning?
0: Uh, absolutely, yeah. Just on my dog walk this morning. Just came up with it in two minutes. That's pretty impressive, Veronica. Yeah. So how many <laughs> mistakes can you spot in that?
2: Uh, Nothing. Everything's fine, actually. I'm quite impressed, as I said, yes.
0: Very good. Very good. So um, who are you? Where are you from? And uh, what are you doing here?
2: Do you know, it's a funny question. Because when people ask me, where are you from? And I usually say, I'm from Darlington. And they look at me and like, I know what you mean. My <laughs> accent, yes. But it's like, I've been living here for 13 years. And when people ask me, where are you from? I, I naturally say Darlington. Originally, I'm Bulgarian, but people think I'm Italian. Yeah. That's how the idea about the pasta shop came. Because I'm a journalist, so I wrote an article about British food. And do you know which one is the most popular food in UK?
1: I would have guessed curry.
2: Exactly. It is. Yeah,
1: is it? I mean, yeah, you could it's curry. Yeah, like yeah. A chicken tikka masala or something. Which
2: is not Brit- uh, not Indian meal. It's British meal. Same with spaghetti bolognese. Anyway, that was number one. Number two is pasta. Fabulous. And I was thinking, how come there is no pasta shop in the area? And um, I love traveling, so I went to Italy and I went to a place where I I was like, oh my god, that's so so good. It's simple. And it tastes amazing if I can do something like that, that would be great. And pasta was my hobby. And I worked from, from home for seven years as a journalist. And at some point, I'm a workaholic. I needed to get outside the house and applied for a job to make pizza. But nobody responded with my CV. So I decided to create a job. Yep. And uh, that's how I did the research. I went to Italy where I bought the equipment They taught me how to make pasta by hands with machine. And since then, I've been going to Italy every year for training. Wow. So I want to know more about pasta. I'm not a chef. No. But I'm a pasta enthusiast and lover. So I go to different places in Italy and I learn more and more about pasta. So I definitely know more about pasta than like 97% of Italian people.
1: That's, that's pretty impressive. Whereabouts in Italy do you normally go to? Do you
2: so um, the place where I went first time to, uh, to train myself is in Liguria. Everyone knows Portofino. It's beautiful. Mm. And the pasta is amazing there. They have um, pesto genovese, yeah. the, the green pesto, yeah. which tastes amazing, but not the one in the jar. Um, so they have sea and mountain, and it's beautiful, beautiful place. But last uh, place that I went uh, for a training was Bologna. Right. Yeah. Wow. Where we made like pasta by hands with rolling pins, like the old crannies for a week. That's a terrible experience. I mean, it's nice to make one portion for, uh, you know, fun. But like, can you imagine to do this like nine hours a day? Yeah, It's hard work. So that's what I did like five days. So every single day we had to eat ragu.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but it's, it's fun. It's great. You learn a lot. You meet people. You have stories. Um, you actually get inspired and you bring this to Darlington.
0: Amazing. And you've been received very well.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and
0: the shop's been received very well.
2: Yeah. Do you know, when I mentioned um, first time my idea to my friends and family, they said, are you serious? I said, what's wrong with that idea? It's Darlington. I said, yeah. It's not York. It's not Durham. It's yeah. not Newcastle. It's Darlington. And you're talking about fresh pasta. Yeah. Majority of people don't know the difference between fresh pasta and normal one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it was challenging. But five years later, there are more and more past the shop's opening, which yeah. means that was a good idea. Yeah. But we are not just past the shop. Yeah. We just try to promote a little bit like healthier lifestyle, yeah. um, care, self-care. Uh, we try to um, motivate people to support local business, to help each other. So we have uh, prepaid meals, for example, Yeah. that people can come and grab a meal. Yeah. So if you don't have a paid meal, we actually always give people-free meal. Oh, wow. Um, So we cater for old people, like small portions, cheaper portions. Um, We explain what to eat in order to feel better.
0: Yeah.
2: Basically, we educate people and we have this base of customers coming all the time. Yeah. We have the same people more or less coming every month, every week. Yeah. We know their name, we know their kid's name, their dog's name. When they went on holiday, they know the same about me as well. <laughs> <So> you've <laughs> so you got, you got a
1: very loyal following. Yeah, it's like base. more community,
2: you know. It's yeah. not like business. It's business, but we are yeah. open only now. We are open only four days a week. Yeah. We want to do one thing properly. Yeah. So it might sound crazy, but it's not always about money. Yeah. It's about people being happy. So when you come, I want you to be happy when you leave my shop. Yeah. same with next door we do classes and it's amazing the energy there is like people come they're hungry to know more about food more about pasta yeah and it's like sometimes we actually might stay four hours yeah because it's nice to stay and chat and talk yeah and you you feel happy you know
1: is there any wine involved in the pasta making course? If
2: you want to drink yours, yes, otherwise <laughs> we're not allowed. Yeah, that's why I'm joking. You, you need to Italian drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah.
1: If you want to. Um, you, you touched on before about sort of it was originally a hobby for you. Yes. How did you go? You said you sort of decided you spoke to some friends that were maybe slightly skeptical. Is that fair? Very much. But everyone you, was skeptical. Yeah, yes. so you had in your mind, you had this vision of creating this um, sort of the community and happy well-being To be honest, community. that's exactly
2: what I wanted, pasta community, as. Yes.
1: Which is quite amazing to build a community around. Yes, it's Russia, true. We have
2: completely different people coming to the shop, you know. And some uh, some of them are like our students, some of them are like uh, people from the hospital. We have uh, builders. We have completely different people. Yeah. And now they know more about their food. So sometimes one of my first customers, he came and said, can I have a pasta with mayo and tuna? That was five years ago. I said, no,
1: <laughs> we don't serve that. <laughs> Get if you out want my shop. To, just, No,
2: no, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say, if you want that, that's cheap. <coughs> yeah. Go to the shop. You're going to have this thing cheaper than here. We don't serve mayo because do you know what mayo is made of? It's eggs mm. and oil. That's what you yeah. eat. So this guy was happy to replace mayo and tuna with, for example, our creamy sauce, which is a little bit... We try to make it uh, healthier using fresh pechamel mm. So reduce the calories and actually tastier. So since then, he's been having chicken, bacon, creamy sauce, which is, I call it the Darlington carbonara. <laughs> and he's been coming since then, five years, never ask about mayo again. Excellent. Pretty yeah. converted. It's like you can have this everywhere else. It's like, have it at home, don't mind, but it's like, try ours. And yeah. he loved it. And at some point, he was coming every day need to stop coming, Ryan, because it's like you can eat that meal every day, five days a week. It's like not good.
1: Yeah. So just going back to sort of the the concept, how did you go about trying to find a premises? Did you look at various shops before you chose one? Actually, yes,
2: I did. Yes. Yeah. Initially, I was um, checking premises on Duke Street and um, this area. And then um, Woodwind Road, I saw it. I was like, what a beautiful building, but like the location. And everyone said, oh, the location is terrible. Mm. Yes, but the building is fantastic and new business. You don't know what's going to happen. I had no um, experience in restaurants. I've never worked in restaurants. I'm not a chef. So uh, I met the landlord, very nice people, and uh, said, actually, let's go for it. So um, lots of painting, decorating.
1: Because it is, it's a slightly funny location where you it are. It is funny, for, yes. It's sort of just slightly out of town but, on Woodland Road. Yes, it's maybe a mm. probably a five minute walk or so yes. in the middle of town. So not a huge amount of footfall, but but na- natural football. But saying that, every time I drive past, there's queues out the door, Veronica. It's amazing. <laughs> so if you build it, they will come. You've put Woodland Road.
2: Do you know? On ri- the map. Uh, writing about different subjects as a journalist uh, taught me that when you have a good product. The location is not important. Yeah. So Mm. when you work hard, when you give people what they want, they will come to you, they'll find you. Mm. It's like lots of places like that. So if you don't have a good product, yeah, probably the location is very important, you know. Yeah. But we are in small town, we are not in London. So London, big cities, you have people coming, different people coming every day. That's why I wanted to build this community. So, and people come. Yes. Yes. So it's good.
1: Absolutely, it's very good. And we we talked sort of off air briefly around sort of social media and the Darlington business community. Um, you're very active on on social media. How how are you going about helping other businesses in town? And how do you think other businesses and the general public can help support businesses like like yours as well?
2: Do you know it's very easy? You just need to like or love something because social media likes sports that's um, Attracts people attention so if you like some uh, something business or place or whatever the only thing you need to do just engage just like love comment, even with emoji that's what I do I always every day I open my social media and I always try to support all local me- uh, businesses that I like just with like like heart just um, emoji like whatever even, even if I'm busy I don't have time mm. it's like important and small thing doesn't cost anything Mm. the other thing that I do I try to shop locally that's what I spent actually my money on like uh, local um, little businesses like uh, boutiques like uh, uh, the bakeries we have fantastic bakeries even if you go to Durham they don't have even one bakery and we have have two bakeries amazing where
1: you you go to bakery
2: Uh, I have uh, my um, weekly habit Saturday morning. I go to the two bakeries, both of them. And I last uh, last time I queued for bread.
0: Yeah, Two
2: of them. So number eight and Bakerman. Yep. Yeah. I buy different stuffs for both of them because they're very different. Mm. They're bakeries, but they're not in competition. You know, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing because people support these small businesses. Mm. It's more expensive if you buy your bread from them. But it's healthier. Yep. You know what's in, y- in your product and you support the local business. You don't support like big company that you don't know what's happening mm. with them. And you support someone's life. And they hard. They, they work very hard. Baking is terrible. I mean, you need to start very early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. That's why I go and I buy my sourdough <laughs> <Yeah>. from <there. laughs>
0: can, can you tell us a bit about your seven years as being a journalist? Because I'm quite intrigued.
2: Not seven, actually. Um, I worked from home for seven years. But... Um, okay. Uh, I studied journalism in Sofia University and then I went as apprentice for apprenticeship uh, in um, the biggest weekly newspaper in Bulgaria. Yeah. Back in the days, journalism was a huge thing. Like, yeah. you can you imagine BBC, something like that? So I used to travel a lot. I used to, to work lots of articles about corruption, about undercover, about like interesting people. And my job was like to find stories, just to talk to people. Yeah. So I had to talk to lots of people, which yeah. helps me massively in my job with my accent here. Yeah. Um, that was pretty good, yeah.
0: So you're a spy.
2: A bit, of yes. <laughs> yeah. So I told you earlier no. that I worked in a factory for a week as a tailor. I worked. Um, In a a school, for a week I went, uh, because I studied um, psychology and uh, it was for kids with problems, and there was an accident and journalists uh, weren't allowed, so actually went Mm. there for one week just to do some kind of study. Mm. And that's how uh, I was able to describe the situation in this school. Mm. Um, And I did lots of this undercover stuff, which was quite interesting and funny and exciting. Scary? Yes. Some of them, yes, because uh, once I nearly got arrested. Really? Yeah, we went to write about um, um, some kind of corruption scheme, and they, <laughs> they rang the police, and the police came. These people actually disturbing us. No, it's my job. <laughs> I want to interview and to ask you why did you steal this money. No, so it's it's situations like that. Yeah.
0: Wow. It yeah. was
2: it was quite good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it certainly prepared you for being a business owner in Darlington, no doubt. <laughs>
2: I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm feeling really self-conscious all of a sudden sat next to a trained journalist for 15 years and really <laughs> our not. questioning technique may need some some tips after this. <laughs> Absolutely potentially. Absolutely. Um, um you
0: mentioned the prepaid meals. Can yes. you can you explain what that means in, you know, in reality as in I, I kind of have an idea what it could mean yes, but I what does it mean?
2: So um, a few years ago um, there was a campaign um, about um kids not getting free meals from school, and one of our customers offered to pay for kids' schools. He said, I want to leave like 50 pounds, I don't remember how much, for free meals, and lots of people started imagining, can I have free meals, since so it's just for kids? And uh, we decided um, to actually keep this, um, and just to leave this board and uh, just have a note, so someone can come and pay. We do it ourselves as well. If you come and you say, you know, guys, I lost my job and uh, I cannot pay for my meal. We're always happy to give you mm-hmm. free meal. Mm-hmm. You don't need to explain because the business will be still there. Mm-hmm. We're happy to do that. Sometimes we take food to um, like families with kids. You know, some, something small. So having four kids, five kids, for example, it's like hard work. And mm-hmm. someone bringing you a meal once yeah. a month even... It's huge help.
1: No, mm-hmm.
2: I have two kids, but if someone come and bring me some food, they will be like, "Oh, thank you very much."
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
2: I don't need to cook tonight to wash up and things like that. So we decided to keep that idea, and uh, people come and when they see that they like it, then they um, they leave like a note with a positive message. Sometimes we ask the chef to do that <laughs> to write a message, um, and we have like uh, someone that comes every week. Um, some people just come now and again, like. Uh, Days ago, there was a lady that came and she said, uh, You know, can I use this one? Yeah, of course. She started explaining, said, You don't need to explain, just enjoy your pasta. That's so it. Um, it's getting difficult now. Lots of people get less hours. Mm. And uh, so, it's you know, as long as we can make people happy,
0: you're an angel. That's Absolutely not me. It's like oh, yeah.
2: our customers. That's, that's why yeah. I told you about the community. Yeah. Like, people come yeah. and, like, sometimes, for example, we have people from the hospital and you just give something sweet yeah. and hug them and they feel better, you know, yeah. because it doesn't cost you anything to, to smile to someone. That's the other thing. Service is very important. Mm. So I'm the business owner, but I'm there every single day.
1: Mm.
2: It's like nonstop. Yeah. And I want to serve people the way I would like to be served.
0: Yeah.
2: Just when you walk in, just to ask you when well, I'm not too busy and burning myself yeah. How are you? How was your day? Yeah, yeah. that's how I know about people. Um, but it's just nice to smile to someone to make them feeling better. Doesn't Absolutely. cost you anything.
1: Absolutely, I think your attitude is infectious. I'm feeling <laughs> more upbeat <I've> at <laughs> having a ten minute conversation with you so far. So, <laughs> I hope so it's good. So obviously, you're as the business owner, it's you want to portray how you want. Um, uh, your colleagues to, to be. T- yes. t- tell, tell us about your team. Who else is working alongside you? And of
2: course, yeah, it's very small team. So um, um, we have uh, our chef that just been uh, around Asia for six, seven weeks. Yeah. And uh, everyone's like, seriously? So yeah, if people are happy, they will be happy at work. And because we're a small team, you you want to work with happy people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my best friends, she works with me as well. She's like super reliable. Uh, we have another guy that works uh, with us, makes our pizza, and it's, um, our uh, chef, she was from Argentina, but uh, she used to live in Tenerife, she left in September, that's why we decided to just close Monday, yeah, mm-hmm. and to do our preps, cleaning the show, because everything takes time, in Italy they say food takes time, everything takes time, mm-hmm. so um, we have someone baking uh, brownies for us if... They're busy. We actually order from uh, the local bakery, number eight. Yeah. So trying to work with other businesses, but it's a small team, yeah. yeah. And so I want it's like a family, so I want everyone to be happy because it's very important who you work with. You spend your whole day at work, so if people are not happy, they mm-hmm. complain about life, you're going to feel like that.
1: You, you probably spend more time with your colleagues than you do with your family. It's true, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. true. Sure. Yeah. So you want to, want to have a nice atmosphere and want to get on with everybody
2: true. And we have fun, next door now, we have uh, one small business. Um, it's Teja Street Food. They make uh, sushi classes. Uh, we have one lady, Carmela Sereno, she has uh, written f- six, seven books about pasta. She comes all the way from Northampton to Darlington, Northampton, wow. to, yeah. to teach pasta. She teaches at Harrods in London. Wow. She, yeah, she works with uh, lots of famous um, Italian chefs. So she comes all the way to Darlington and she loves Darlington. So it's it's fantastic.
1: So does she run your pasta classes, or is that? Yes, yes. Yeah, she,
2: I invite her um, to teach people because I run pasta classes, but there is always something more, something yeah. different. Everyone is different. So she teaches, like for example, in March you can actually join.
1: Okay, Absolutely. We have
2: like lasagna from scratch. It's terrible to make lasagna from scratch. Just don't bake it, bake, buy it from us. <laughs> <laughs> but she teaches people that, and then I cook after that for people, and then she's gonna teach ravioli. Um, which is amazing. She always shows something different and it's great. Yeah. My classes are more balanced. I teach and then we eat. Yeah. I believe in balance, not work that hard. Yeah. And then pamper yourself. She teaches like very hard for two hours and then that's why I cook for people because they deserve.
1: If anyone's <laughs> thinking of a, a gift for a friend, mm. a family, loved one, like, mm. What a brilliant it's perfect, gift! Perfect, doesn't it? Something like Actually,
2: mem- it's quite popular. You know,
1: yeah, it's quite popular. Um, I've done it. I enjoy cooking as a hobby, and um, you and Ashley got me a cookery course for a day. I think it was Swinton Park or something, yeah. and it was really, really fun. I haven't done one since that was probably about seven or eight years ago, but yeah, I'll be signing up to a pasta course.
0: Well, I haven't bought your birthday present yet from November, so.
1: <laughs> I haven't bought you your 18th birthday present yet. I, I wrote him an idea for something. So, that yeah. I yeah. still Every, haven't got it. All <laughs> of
2: you, here are coming for pasta I'll tell you what, <laughs> how,
1: about we <laughs> do a, how about we do a joint pasta making course? Good idea. There we go. We'll get us signed up for March. There you go. Yeah. You? We
0: didn't plan that ahead of time either.
1: No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Um, so, how, what sort of people do you get on your pasta making courses? Is it, is it sort of big groups? Is it businesses? No, it's team?
2: small, small groups. But we do actually a, a team building... Um, For uh, small uh, groups as well. So we have two companies booked this month and two companies booked next month. It's small groups, really. Yeah. Because when you have bigger groups, you don't half the time, and you don't pay enough attention. So it's about, like, people can ask questions, they can make mistakes.
1: So what, sort of six or seven people? Or? Up, to Up to 10. Up to 10, okay. 12
2: maximum, yeah. yeah and is that small. done in your shop? No, it's
1: next door. Next door yeah,
2: It's um. it used to be bereavement center for a um, long time. Yeah. And during the COVID, they moved out, so it's the same landlord. And he asked me if I want to take a look. And I went, of course, yeah. And then I went there's so. a very strange layout. What can I do there? But then, because it's strange layout, and it was covid he gave me six months free of charge, so mm. I had uh, time to make to to change it. And it's it looks like someone's house, but actually it's yeah. nice, yeah. So Fantastic. yeah, so it's it's nice there. But we have different people, you know. Um, and lots of people coming from um, Newcastle, from yeah. Stockton, Norton. Um, we had people from Liverpool, from Leeds, which wow. is amazing. Yes, it's great That's because amazing. it's great value for money as well. Yeah. You cannot actually have this in big city. It's like more expensive, and it's like yeah. we we have cook and eat session, so it's a great experience. Yeah. You, if you don't want to make pasta, you just can pretend you make pasta and then have your dinner. <laughs>
1: I'm <Absolutely>. joking, everyone. <laughs> Do you know actually
2: 95% of people attending the classes make pasta after that, which is really? amazing, yeah? yeah. And they come for another yeah. one. They yeah. send me pictures of their pasta, which is fantastic mm. because it's it's easy, but you need to see how to make it first time. Yeah. So it's just the know-how.
1: Absolutely. I suppose as well, it's sort of changing the mentality around food preparation and mealtime rather than it being quick, chuck something in the oven and yes, eat as quickly as you can. Yes, because it's food enjoy, is important, isn't it? Yeah, it gives you energy,
2: it makes you happy. Yeah. Do you know, um, because I mentioned I, I travel a lot, so I always watch people. I always try to, to stay for a little bit wherever I am and to experience the lifestyle there. And there is something that we don't have here is the culture of like eating and connecting to people. Mm. So we just eat and leave. Yeah. And in Italy, yeah. for example, that's like they dress up, they go out, they have mm-hmm. their aperitivo, which is a drink with free food, my favorite dinner. But they just as well spend time together to talk Mm. Same in Bulgaria, we have this um, culture, so we sit on a table, we share and we just don't drink, we just communicate and talk (coughs) and uh, that's very important for your mental health as well and for your physical health because you eat slowly, you enjoy the food and you connect with your family and friends.
1: Yeah, rather than rushing and thinking of the next thing. And And What did I
2: eat? I don't remember.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, be in the moment and enjoy
1: the moment. It's very important, yes. Yeah. I imagine it's been really relaxing. I've never made pasta before. I've made bread It's not only about
2: pasta as well. But, but just anything, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, yes. I'm talking about the culture, just to pay attention at what you eat yeah. and yeah. how you eat it. Yeah. Because it gives you energy and makes you happy. That's what I'm saying. And it affects your mental health, physical health. You feel you mm. feel better in general.
1: Yeah.
0: You, you touched on COVID pre- pre- briefly. Um, how did that have an impact on your business? Has it changed your business completely? Or was it just basically... Uh, a time that that was very very difficult and you struggled to get through it or what what's how how Um, did it impact it was a new
2: business so to be honest Mm. we started like just a year and a half before that so it wasn't that bad because we are takeaway so we were able to open and it's yeah it was actually good for us okay yeah Yeah. because it helped us to build the business Mm. just to grow it a little bit
0: yeah and people couldn't go out and sit and you know, yeah. So for us, for, so uh, for
2: us, it wasn't that bad. No pasta sessions, but uh, yeah. uh, otherwise, we started like growing up the business slightly, and it was that's that's uh, how I decided we don't do deliveries yeah. because initially we were like on um, one of these uh, delivery platforms, yeah. and I decided when it's too much, it affects the team and we are not able to uh, serve people properly. Yeah. So. Just do one thing, do it properly. So that's why we don't deliver. Mm-hmm. We don't want to overbook ourselves and to stress the stuff and to stress the customers. So sorry about that, but we prefer to serve you properly than yeah. just to uh, sell more and then to stress everyone.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Sounds crazy,
1: I know. Qu- no. Quality over quantity. <laughs> yes, true, yeah. that's true, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. That makes complete sense. And do you, do you cater for events as well? We do, yes. Yeah. Um,
2: um, we cater sometimes for um, small events. Uh, so if offices want to order some food, we have trays of pasta, which is quite nice. Um,
1: sort of like anti-pasty things as well?
2: No, it's like people like to order trays of pasta, so we cook it. Like, yeah. But it's not like uh, single portions, it's like big trays. Yeah. And we have like pasta salads, we have like uh, pizza, which is quite nice, uh, lighter version of pizza. It's a pizza that comes from Rome. Okay. So oh. different things like that. Like, so, yeah, we do, yeah.
0: Excellent. Fantastic. And what's, what's the most, um, well, tell us a few favourites, customer favourites.
2: I'll tell you straight away. I already mentioned the Darlington Carbonara is the most popular <laughs> chicken, bacon in creamy sauce. Um, and uh, we serve it with the cheese that you like, something that will never happen in Italy. Yeah. Um, I had this conversation with my colleagues when I went last time in uh, Liguria. I was the only foreigner. Everyone was Italian. And uh, I said, guys, I'll shock you we serve our pasta with grated cheddar. Mamma mia! said, like mamma mia, want. I live in UK, you know? People love cheddar. So if they're happy having pasta with cheddar, I'll serve it with cheddar because I want them to be happy. Mamma mia! Like, and something else in Italy, they don't eat chicken, which is a huge thing in UK. But it's like um, they, they, they say that they eat chicken only when they're ill. Really? Yeah, it's wow. soup. Yeah. But here, people love chicken. Yeah. Something else in Italy. If you go for fresh pasta, the portion is completely different. Yeah. Uh, so we work uh, with Italian consultant on our meal, and um, our menu, and um, we increased the the portion, like the raw pasta and the sauce. But when we opened the shop, everyone started asking about extra sauce. So we nearly doubled the amount of the sauce. It makes sense because it's different climate, it's different country. Yeah. So here it's cold. Yeah. So people love some piping, piping hot food. If you don't serve piping hot food, that's bad food. It doesn't matter how it yeah. tastes, you know, that's something that you need to bear in mind. You, you don't serve pasta in Italy, you serve pasta in Darlington, even not London. So people want piping hot food, extra sauce, that's why increase the portion, increase the sauce, and now we have the Darlington carbonara, which is chicken and bacon in creamy sauce, which is our creamy sauce. Lots of sauce, and they sometimes ask for lots of chicken So that's it. Otherwise, the carbonara is with fresh eggs. People don't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, and if I serve it the way they actually cook it in Rome, nobody will come back.
1: Yep. And no mayonnaise anywhere in the shop.
2: I might buy some, <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me, <laughs> just to keep it in case you come. No, no mayonnaise. You can have it at home. You know. It's yeah. The point is to to have something that you cannot have at home. Yeah. So as I said, we make our sauces freshly, and it's like I hate cooking bechamel it's terrible and we don't mm. make small amount we need to make more so try to to make a bechamel like 10 liters five liters at home and then give me a ring i so,
1: hate making bechamel i don't terrible. have the patience for it i i burn it then it goes to lumpy and then i yeah. pour too much milk in and then my wife end up takes over and yeah. do you know
2: how much does it actually uh, take to make uh, just simple lasagna from scratch that means to make the fresh dough, to make pachamel, to cook properly bolognese, which takes four hours to prep and cook it, uh, then to assemble the lasagna, then to cook it, then to cool it down, to portion it, um, put it in boxes and label it. Six hours.
1: Six wow. hours.
2: If you do it yourself, yeah. But because we're a team, one is making the bolognese, one is making the pachamel, one is making the pasta. So it's, it's like, but it's six hours, you know? Yeah. I don't make lasagna at home. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... And as well, our portions are bigger. So, yeah. for example, if I take lasagna from my shop, that's two meals for me. Yeah. Bargain.
1: Where do you get your ingredients from, Veronica?
2: Italian companies and local uh, companies. So, for example, our meat comes from um, but, uh, the butcher in Cockerton. other mm, butcher. Yeah. yeah. So they're great. So yeah. they have... Because Polonese is about meat. So, guys, if you go to a restaurant and yeah. they serve you Polonese with garlic and herbs, that means... It's bad quality meat, I'm telling you. Yeah. In, in Bologna, where this one comes from, they don't use these ingredients. It's about good quality meat. Yeah. If you use uh, on um, garlic, that means you cheat. Yeah. You cheat. So th- no garlic. There is onions, but no garlic. No garlic and no herbs. Yep. And it's like not everyone's favorite, by the way, because it's meat. But we use good quality meat from Alderson's Butcher. Yeah. Yep. It's the best one. They have fantastic sausages as well
1: like Absolutely. Um, what about um, sort of gluten-free options with pasta? We have, is yeah. That, is that a possibility?
2: It is. Uh, I wouldn't recommend if uh, someone has an allergy because we work with gluten, but people don't know the gluten-free products are very high in sugars. Yeah. So And they taste awful. So they can find alternative um, option. Like um, we do buckwheat pasta okay. because it's beneficial and it's naturally gluten-free. Yeah. So you can find on the market, rice pasta, we have this one, uh, red lentil pasta, pea pasta, all of these uh, pastas, they're naturally gluten-free and they're better for you. Not, not that they taste great, but still better than the normal gluten-free pasta. So
0: Excellent. Yeah. What was the first pasta? Buckwheat. Buckwheat. Oh, right, okay, yes. Buckwheat, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fab. And you've touched on uh, sort of your clients' favourites. Uh, food you've touched on the one that you hate making yourself um, what's your favorite what's your 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 absolute favorite
2: my absolute favorite is fresh pasta um, so if I if I have to talk about pasta I can talk about uh, fresh pasta a lot so the fresh pasta that we make is different from the fresh pasta that you're gonna buy from the shop yeah all, f- all pasta is fresh but then if you want to increase the shelf life you need to decrease the liquid in the pasta so when we make it, Um, it's like 96% of liquid still in the pasta. Mm -hmm. When you buy it from the shop, this one is pasteurized and they have decreased the liquids to 92% so you can keep it in your fridge for 3 weeks. That's changed the texture of the pasta. The dry one Mm -hmm. is actually fresh pasta that's been dried and uh, the liquid is about 60%. There's still liquid and you can keep it 3 years. The instant noodles, they have 1% of liquid forever. So my favorite one is fresh pasta, um, both and then cooked with butter. A little bit of sparkling water or pasta water, okay. seasoned and great, uh, grated cheese, grated Italian cheese. This is like forno sauce. Yeah. But here in uh, in UK, forno sauce is like cream and mushroom or whatever. In Italy, it's like just butter and pecorino, for example. Yep. So you can just just amazing. It's so light and so nice, and you can actually taste the fresh part. It's amazing, honestly. I'm so this is my favorite meal. I'm it's feeling like, quite
1: hungry now. It's just simple. <laughs> it's, right. it's just simple, yeah. but it's
2: like tastes so fresh and and cheesy. Yeah. And it's cheap win-win situation perfect and you can add chicken if you want
0: chicken yeah <laughs> we're in Darlington so. <laughs> absolutely Darlington's favorite um well listen I, I've got half an hour on the clock and we've we've been talking for about half an hour believe it or not time wow. time is flying
1: uh, have you any final questions at all what what does the future hold for the pasta shop have you got any sort of big plans or any events coming up or what would you say to anyone thinking of popping in to to try you out
2: The future is the same, actually. Do you know how many times I I was offered like investments and to open another shop, or like it happens all the time? Or when you're going to open a restaurant, I'm not going to open anything Mm. else because, as I said, it's about one thing do it properly. So, life is too short, and um, that's why we just try to offer different meals on our special boards and, uh, as I said, next door classes. Uh, team building events uh, we work now with uh, small companies and like we do catering uh, do you know what people don't know that we do offer our meals to cook at home which is very uh, no easy it's, it's cheaper and it's like homemade yeah. and I said everything takes time so you don't need to wash up so that's very very convenient thing so we do this now just focus uh, on what we already have yeah. instead of like expanding more of the same it's not about being a chain you know mm-hmm. it's like being good at one thing yeah. and being really good
0: Fantastic. It sounds like you've got it absolutely perfect. You
2: know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely perfect. And thank you very much indeed for coming on today. Uh, before you came on, I asked the listeners a question. Um, it's to do with property. So I'm gonna ask you just because uh, you're, you're from Darlington. Let's just <laughs> go back to the question. Um, it's a multiple choice
1: question, so mm-hmm. it's not not too much pressure.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So um, how many properties in the DL1, 2 and 3 postcodes, excluding new builds, have hit the property market so far in 2024? So the date today is the 14th uh, of February. Uh, so since the 1st of January. Is it 228, 298 or 317? What are you going for, Veronica? 317. 317 is the correct answer. Well done. Our <laughs> guests last week as well, although a couple yeah, weeks ago got it, it right as well. We might so. have to get some trickier ones. I might have to just give more options. Yeah, <laughs> 27 different options. Um, so, no, that's, that ends today's podcast. And as I say, thank you very much indeed for being our only second guest on our oh, fourth ever cool. podcast. Uh, and we will continue to support the town as you are. Uh,
1: and, uh, yes, um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Thank you.